Thank you for joining me this morning. I'm Karen Audubonny. And this morning I have our Registrar of Voters, uh, Katrina Bartolome. Katrina, are you there? Hi, Karen. Hey, thanks for taking the time. She is totally stressed out. It's been a hell of a morning. My car died. I barely made it here. And she's lacking staff and doing it all on the front line herself. But I got to tell you, I am so happy that she's been able to be coming on because there is so much confusion about this election, this special recall that got plopped on us. Um, Katrina, I am seeing misinformation all over the all over the web, all over Facebook. Um, so I think I really it's important that we take some time to get everybody on the same page about this because it's just been amazing. I mean, uh, and you and I have been doing this. We do this every election almost. We've been doing this. I've been doing this for years, but I am even totally confused. So let's start out with. Everybody should have a ballot by now if they're registered and if they're in the system. Is that correct? Yes, the post office. So my husband got his ballot on Thursday last week and I got mine two days ago. So, you know, it's and I'm the one that makes up the ballot. You know, it's like, okay. so um, this post office tells us that it could take up to 10 days. I know I've been oh, wow. emailing some voters back and forth okay. and um, several of them got them yesterday. And what we're telling people is if they're not, um, if they don't have them, um, hopefully by today's mail um, to call us. Um, I think the 10 business days is up on Monday, but you know, we'll um, send out a replacement if you don't have it by in today's mail. All right, this is probably a good time to give out the phone number they want to call. Can we do that? Sure. 707-234-6819. That's 234-6819. Okay. Now the- more than likely, because I'm working out on the front desk and have been all week, you'll probably get to talk to me. Wow. Okay. The boss gets to talk on the phone, man. Thank you for doing this. I got to tell you, it's got to be so stressful. Um, Well, you know, we don't go through this, you know, how often (laughs) 2003, we had a recall and, you know, to this extent. So it is very confusing. It is. It's really confusing. And the ballot is, the ballot is kind of confusing. I mean, not really the, the, but anyway, we'll talk about that. But what I wanted to, um, so I got distracted. <laughs> I'm having okay. a senior moment. It's that kind of a morning, you know, frazzled all around. Okay, so this is an all mail-in. First, let's get that straight, okay? Everybody is getting a mail-in ballot in the mail because of COVID and the COVID uh, whatever ordinance or whatever was put in place went through the end of this year, Correct. Correct. So everybody should get a mail-in ballot. You're not going to go to your polling place and get a ballot. You should already have one. Okay. Now, um, if you, when you get your ballot, I have this whole list of polling places. Correct. So that means A's polling locations. Locations. Okay. We're going to call them polling locations. Okay. So I I see that there's a couple of new ones, like at the Boonville Fairgrounds. It's not the old cafeteria i think they're doing it in the big apple hall auditorium but there'll be notices and all of that there's another new location was there that i saw yeah, or creek um, the or creek commons those new apartments on brush street that are oh. um, on the south side of brush street yeah okay so that's good all right so the thing is is here's the here's what i need to know and i think what everybody else needs to know too is that 
if it's all mail-in, why do we even have polling places open? Because some people need assistance or some people didn't get their ballot and forgot to call us to tell us, you know, and um, so they'll they'll go there and say, I didn't get my ballot or I really want to vote in person. I'd like to, you know, uh, surrender my ballot. So they'll have to take their ballot. And if they're not listed in that particular roster, then they still have to vote a provisional ballot. It's very confusing. Thank you. I'm, I'm being, I, we're trying to help folks. Okay, so listen up. Uh, quick reintroduction. I'm Karen Audubonny. This is TKO. I have the Registrar of Voters, Katrina Bartomey, on. And we are trying to get you, the voters, as much information because, folks, this is an important election. What? She's pointing to me. This is an important election. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, she's trying to do staff work and be on the radio, so that's cool. Um, so this is an important election, all right? Uh, this is critical for the governor. We have a governor. We have a, This is a whole election about whether he's going to be recalled and somebody is going to replace him. Um, so let's get back to the polling places and get, uh, let's get everybody the logistics down of how this is going to happen, and then we're going to talk about a few more things. So... Um, all right, so I have my polling place in Boonville that I always go to, the fairgrounds. Um, and in the past years, I've filled out my ballot and I've put it in the envelope. I've signed my envelope, folks. You have to sign the envelope. You have to do all of that. And then I just want to take and drop it at the polling place. Can I still do that? Or does that mean I have to relinquish that ballot and do another one? Or can I just drop off the no, no, no. packet you there? You can drop it off just like just like you always have. So okay. the people that would be at the in the Boonville roster who have always gone to vote in person at the Boonville polling place. Right. So if they bring the ballot that they got in the mail to the polling place, they can surrender that ballot and get exactly the same ballot from the polling place and vote it and put it in the ballot box. But what if I just want to drop off my envelope there like I've always done in the past? Can I just do that too and not have to vote? Yep. Okay. That's what we prefer. Because okay. then we're not wasting ballots. Right. You know, because that ballot that you surrender is, you know, is no good anymore. So, you know, it will go in the surrendered ballot box and, and to be seen again. So you're you're giving back the ballot you got in the mail and you're getting an exact ballot at the polling place to vote. So, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Now I'm confused. Go ahead. Now I'm confused. So I have my ballot. Okay. I have voted. I've signed it. I've sealed it. I've I've put it in the envelope. I've signed all the spots I've set to sign, but rather than putting it in the mail, I happen to be in town. I'm in that I'm in town that day. I can just take and drop that that at the mail at the at the polling place and not have to revote correct yes. so it's, yes. so that so basically your polling place can be used kind of like a drop box the day of the election yes correct okay yes correct correct okay all right i think that's what we need to really make clear i think the other of it can be explained by the poll workers okay now you okay. now you do have there's other options too there's drop boxes now. We've had drop boxes for the last couple of years, I believe. So there are drop boxes. I, I will say I'm going to lobby. I don't see that there's a drop box in Boonville at the fairgrounds like there had been last year. Um, but where are the drop box locations? 
Are those? There's one at our building on 501 North State Street. I mean, 501 Low Gap Road. There we go. There's, <laughs> there's one at the city of Ukiah. Okay. There's one at the city of Willits, the city of Fort Bragg, and the city of Point Arena. So because your fair is going on at the same time we're doing this, that's why yeah. the polling place got moved, and that's why we didn't put a drop box. Those people are so busy trying to make, you know, our county fair the best it can be. I did not have the heart to ask them to do that. All right. Thank you. That clarifies that. that. that no, that you know, And that Dropbox will be back in the future. Yeah, I had just forgotten about them being so close together. Yeah, folks... Um, I really don't even want to talk about the fair. I'm supposed to be there, and that's not going to happen. Uh, um, I know they're trying their best, but this COVID this COVID stuff has just got you know. I deal with seniors, and it's just it's just really bad. Okay, so we've got the drop boxes, um, and you need. And the other thing is, is there's no return postage. This is all direct. You fill out your ballot, you sign it, you do all the right stuff, and you just drop it in a mailbox because there's no postage required. Correct. Correct. That's correct, too. Okay, good. So you also need to know that if you drop it in the mailbox, it's going to cost the county about a dollar. So <laughs> if you drop it in one of the drop boxes, it doesn't cost the county anything. So, I mean, we just want you to return your ballot. We don't care how you return it. You know, the county's going to pay for it. Elections is going to pay for it. Actually, the state is going to reimburse us for all this. So, um, you know, however you return it is wonderful with us. Well, since we're talking money, just quickly, I saw a report today that uh, the county alone, it's going to hit us to like 200 and some thousand dollars to do this election. Do we get reimbursed for that amount? Also, We've actually already been reimbursed for that. And what we don't use at this election we will use for um, future elections. Okay, so we will get the money back. Okay, so if you want to save the state, the county money, you can drop it at a drop box or you can drop it at the polling place of, of that your local at. Um, on the day of the election, just have it all sealed and signed. Do not forget to sign your ballots on the outside on the envelope. I've got mine right here. Do all the bells and whistles and that will get it in. Okay, so... One of the things that has been flying around is that if you're going to vote no on the recall, which means that that uh, you're not you're voting against recalling Gavin Newsom, that then you don't vote for that. You can't or shouldn't vote for um, a replacement just in case he loses, because that's not going to be counted. So if you vote no on the recall, whoever you put whoever um, the candidates are, if you mark that, it's not counted. True or false, Katrina? False. So the question... Now say that louder. Say that louder and more more definitive. False. <laughs> false. Okay. Questions, Thank you. <laughs> the questions are independent. There's the question one, shall he be recalled or removed from office? Yes or no? Okay. Then there's the question, if he is recalled, who do you want to take his place? So you can vote yes. You want him to be recalled, but you have no idea who to vote for. So you don't have to vote for someone. You can vote yes and vote for someone. You can vote no and don't vote for anybody else. Or you can vote no and choose a a candidate to take his place. Okay. And there's no runoff election after this. So basically, 
if by chance the yes votes were to win and he and the governor is recalled then there's no runoff for the top candidates correct no it's the person who gets the most votes will be governor Okay, and that's a whole nother silly, silly discussion. Um, not silly. It's a very important discussion, folks. But, but we're not going to talk about that today because guess what? Annie Esposito and I are going to be on Monday morning at 9 a.m. And we're going to go over this whole concept of this recall and the whole concept of having 45, 43, how many? 46. Ah. Uh, 46 people running to replace Gavin. So the whole logistics of that and how that happened, and I'm going to track the money again like I always do for the propositions like we do. So that's a discussion for Monday morning right here, KZYX at 9 a.m. with Karen Audubon, me, and Annie Esposito. That takes a little bit out of the loop. Isn't that neat? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to be tracking the money. Oh, gosh, oh, gosh. Um... Okay, so we got people either mailing it in, dropping it at a drop box, or showing up at your polling location and dropping it there, which makes it the least confusing of it all. They can also bring it into our office if they want. We have a security guard. She'll let you in, and you can hand it to one of us. You could, but yeah. Okay, so yeah. So what is um? So one. So the next thing I was going to ask about and talk about is. Say I'm not registered to vote by some weird situation in Mendocino County, which we all should be registered to vote. Okay, folks, uh, this is participatory, participatory democracy. That's why we do this. Um, what are the dates for I haven't registered, I just moved to town, I moved out of, you know, I just got into the county and I want to get registered. What are the dates for that? To get a regular ballot in the mail, it's August 30th. But we will have a conditional voter registration available from um, August. Um, Today is from August thirty first okay. to election day, and up until you know, like from August thirty first to September thirteenth, you would have to come into our office to do that. But on election day, you can go to one of the polling locations and tell them that you're not registered and you need to register and you'd like to vote. So they'll give you a voter registration card. They'll give you a ballot. You'll put it in a special envelope, and um, we'll we'll process it when we get it. Okay, so that and means unless you're not already vote already registered in our county, your ballot will be you know well it will still be counted if you if you do that process. So if you go through the whole process that we just talked about, so from the end of, from the end of August thirty first through the thirteenth of september you have the option of going to your office or you can actually do it at your polling location there great good to know um okay so that gets everybody in the loop now covid raging uh i don't know have they shut down the county offices what's the protocol now to get into the county offices to see you to do this just to let everybody know so the county offices have been closed for some time but we do have a really nice security guard out there and she answers the door and um, she um, lets us know someone's out there. Um, Our phone number is on the front door. So you can call when you get here or if you don't have a cell phone, she can call or what she does is she raps on our door for us. And then as soon as we have room, 
we we are right now allowing three groups of people in our office. I don't know if you've ever been to our office, but it's not that big. No, I've been so, there many times, and it's not that big. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we ask the people, you know, maybe uh, people are going to get a marriage license, and they have their kids with them. So, you know, they're at one area. We ask them to all stay together because we have to sanitize every place they touch when they leave. So that. We've had to close down the office to resanitize. So, but we just want to keep us safe and um, our voters safe. So, as soon as we have room, we will allow the people in and we'll help them. And they need to wear masks, correct? They All need indoor. To wear masks and need a hand sanitizer at the front door. Okay, so mask up. Go talk to the security guard if you need to go into the office to get anything done. They're they're still being accessible, folks. We're just all being very, very cautious. I read this morning we had another death in the valley or in the county. We're up to like 59 deaths through this thing, I believe. It's just getting off the chart. Ridiculous. Okay. All right, so we got the timelines. It seems like everybody's, you know, can still get to vote. There's many options for you to get out there. Um, You have the ballots to look at. There's a long list of what's going on. Um, So let's talk about what's going to be the procedures and the policies around I'm going to take my ballot already signed I'm just going to walk through what I might be doing just to give it a I'm going to take my ballot it's already signed I didn't get it in the mail I'm going to go to the Boonville Fairgrounds and I'm going to drop it in the ballot box there what's going to be the COVID procedures and policies at each one of these polling places can you walk us through that Katrina Um, It'll be the same as it was in November with um, all the COVID, um, all the COVID rules and public health rules. So, um, you know, people will will have the um, plexiglass, Mm -hmm. whatever the screens, the plexiglass screens, the barriers, plexiglass barriers. Correct. We'll have those um, in front of the on the table for the workers. We'll ask people to use a hand sanitizer and wear a mask. I think there will be um, a limited supply of masks as by now most people have masks. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll be allowing so many in six foot distance and we'll, we'll um, take care of you. Okay. So that, that's all going to be available. Just all the, all the precautionary things that were in place last November were going to be in place now. Okay. That's right. good to know. Okay, so we have drop-off boxes. We have uh, polling locations. Best thing and easiest thing to do is drop it in the mail. So here's the other thing. I drop it because, like you said, these ballots are kind of coming to people. Not, you know, there's a delay. There seems to be staggered delays in who gets what when. I got my ballot last week. I got my ballot before I got my my from the state uh, voters guide. Even that really? was wow. I did. I know I was surprised. I got it like three days before I got my ballot, and then I got my voters guide. Going wow, that's really out of sync. Things are kind of out of sync because this is kind of a big deal. Um, and this was, you know, we don't have the normal. We didn't have the normal um, days that we do with a normal election because the state required us to have after all of the recall signatures were checked, there was only so many days that we could, by law, have an election. So everything's been 
smushed together. It's really been a time crunch. Right. It's really been a time crunch. Yeah. And it seems like it seems like it's been rushed. I mean, it hasn't just from my humble personal opinion, having watched these elections and stuff for years and covered them. um, It seems like it wasn't enough time to get the populace up to speed as to what's going on. It's been a really rushed process. So just a And you know, I think it would still be confusing because <laughs> we're not used to voting this way. I really yeah. think, you know, it's just confusing. It's not the way we normally think, right? Yeah, and I'm hoping not somebody... Not a normal ballot. Yep, not a normal ballot, and it's, yeah... So, and when you look at the ballot, folks, look at your ballot. There is, there's a location at the bottom. I'm going to pull mine up here. I opened it this morning. There's a big long list of this 46 people that are running. And then there's right at the top, it says there's a little box that says yes or no. So that's the first one you really have to address. And then you've got the option to vote for a replacement or all that kind of stuff. But all the, both sides of the, both the, both the yes and no are counted it doesn't matter if you vote yes or no, then the person you vote for is also going to be counted. And it only takes a simple majority, not even, I wouldn't even call it a simple majority. It's just like, you know. Most votes wins. Most votes win, which is another appalling thing. I'm really, not, not that I want to get political right now, but, and you don't need to because anyway, I'm hoping somebody at the state level, some of those legislators that we vote on are actually looking at this process and rethinking it, folks. This is really slammed and it's so important. This is like the major position in California. This is the governorship and it's just kind of like this rushed process. Okay. So and we're Karen, yes. one other little caveat. Oh, if yes. they don't vote yes or no. That's fine. If they just want to vote for someone, that's fine. So their ballot is not going to be disallowed if they don't, you know, if they don't vote for one of of one of the questions, either the question or the candidates, that's fine. They their ballot will still be counted for what they voted for. Good to know, because that's some of the misinformation going on. So you can vote yes or no, and then you can vote for a candidate if you want to, and both are counted, folks. Neither, neither one negates the other. So no. do one or both, your preference, but do one or both, and then just do it. Okay. So, so one of the questions yeah. that we've had a lot of yes. is they call and they say, well, I'm just going to write Newsom in. Well, Newsom is not a qualified write-in. To be a qualified write-in, you have to go through the steps with the Secretary of State. You have to get nomination signatures. They have to be checked. And, you know, you go through whatever their requirements are. But he cannot be a candidate on his own recall. So if you write him in, that vote just won't be counted. Okay. The other part will, but that vote will not be. All right. All right. Did in, do you know over there anybody that qualified for write-in? Because that's a whole separate process, like you said. So, there, we got so. an email. There are six or seven that are qualifying now, and we won't know that until the definite answer until um, two weeks before. They The write-in period is 57 days before to 14 days before. Oh, man. This sounds like a hurry-up, rush-up job. Okay. This is amazing. But really that's amazing. normal. That time frame is normal. Oh, is that normal for the write-ins? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So anyway, 
Confusing, but normal. <laughs> All right. So now that the election lives confusing. Yeah, well, usually it's not this confusing, Katrina. Usually we have a really easy job of just talking about polling places and dates and all that kind of stuff. But this is like we're having like to re-educate everybody. Okay, so let me again say I've got the registrar voters, Katrina Bartolome, on. We're doing this whole thing about getting you informed about how it's a complicated situation right now. It shouldn't be, but it is. And we're trying to make it as easy and less confusing for everybody to do what they need to do. So let's get back to the whole mail-in thing. I put my, because that's another unique part of this election. Um, I put my ballot in the mail. Say I drop it in the box on the twenty on the fourteenth, which is the election day. I drop it in the mail. We've talked about the delays in the in you know in the, the time frames for um, the postal service. I drop it in the mail. What happens then? It, is it like it has to be turned around to you guys quickly? I heard there was something about time after it's in the mail. I know it's postmarked on the day of the election. If you get it ten you days, to, if you get it ten days later, does it still count? Seven days later. All right. So. We can accept them up to se- we can accept and count them up to seven days after election day. Is that normal, or is that just for this election? It's just for this election. <laughs> Normally, it's three days. Normally, it's what? But in November, it was ten days. So because of COVID, oh, so yeah. Try and keep up with this stuff. No, I'm not. So, so basically, if we were gonna, if if we're concerned about getting our vote counted, we don't want to wait till the last minute to put it in the mail because you've only got right. se- we've got a seven day turnaround for it to be counted, and with the postal service and delays and who knows what the heck is going on between post offices and going. I mean, our mail has to go all the way to Oakland and come back. I believe correct i'm you know what i mean i'm saying here folks so if we're getting up to the close to the day of the 14th um maybe it would be better to do a drop box or to drop it at our polling place if you really want your yeah. votes to get counted i'm kind of yeah. gonna suggest that is that maybe a good suggestion yeah. i mean that's a good suggestion because if you put it in the mailbox you know like if you do it in the in the mail box outside the post office. Yeah. Then you have to make sure that it's before their pickup, their last pickup oh, time for that right. day. That's right. Right. That's or, right. And that really best would be to take it in and have them hand stamp it, and then you know that it's okay. And then you trust that they're going to get it. it on election day. It has to be um, postmarked that day. Postmark. Thank you. <laughs> has to be postmarked yes. that day, and you're trusting that the postal service at this time in our lifetime can turn it around in seven days. Correct? Seven, seven days. days. Whereas well, the drop boxes will be locked at eight p.m. and which is the same time that the polling places close. So you can either drop it off at a, a drop box up until eight p.m. or Take it to a polling location by 8 p.m. And that's the day of the 14th, Tuesday, September 14th. Okay. Well, I hope we've decharged a bunch of these uh, misinformation. What other kind of questions are you getting? Have we Uh, covered most of them? I mean, I... I I think so. You know, voters are confused that their ballot won't be counted if they don't vote for both places, both questions. So we know that's um, a fallacy. Okay. Um, 
So um, you're not, well, you can write in Gavin Newsom. It just won't be counted. Right. And um, so, you know, most more than likely, if you're going to write in Gavin Newsom, your answer, your, your, your answer yeah, no, one yeah. is no, right? Yeah, correct. Correct. Yeah. So. And then as far as counting, just because I'm a nerd about this kind of stuff, you can actually start counting these now, correct? The ballots that are getting mailed. Are you getting ballots returned already? We've got about 3,200 ballots returned so far. Wow. And got extra help. Today's the first day of extra help because we got four trays yesterday, which is about 2,400. Out of our Dropbox alone, we got 850 as of yesterday um yesterday afternoon well shout so, out to our community yeah shout out to our community this is really getting on it oh good because i know everybody's been worried about a, a um a low turnout because it is such an odd timing and an odd election and all of that um so this is good this is good that this is getting in okay get your ballots in folks this is a very very important election okay so we've got the drop boxes we've got the locations um it seems like they're all over the place um in your ballot you will have it has a list of all of the locations where there are the polling places it has a list of the drop boxes um and you're gonna you're already starting counting them which is great i mean that i personally well, we're, yeah. we're scanning them in we probably won't start counting until next week because we're so short-handed this week ah okay so. But that's still ahead of the game normally you have to wait yeah. until after the election so and this is another thing so I, normally yeah. We can wait 10 days before the election to start opening and counting. All right. So then what about the, what about that whole thing where you have 30 days to report the election results? Is that still in place for this election, too? So you do your first initial yes. counting, and then you have, and so that would be the initial preliminary report of how our county stands. Will you be posting As that? As of election night. As of election night. Will you be posting that on the website like you usually do? Okay, and then after that, there's a trickling in of updates and stuff. So do you, you still? So you still have your thirty days to finalize the vote and recount count it and all do all of that before it goes. Right. So all the required things. Okay, so all that's the same. Okay, that's good. All right. Well, that's good to know. Okay, so um, this is good. This gets a lot of people information. I I think I'm gonna what I know. I know you're really really busy. But um, I would like to open up the phone lines just because if we've missed some crazy questions that people might have and just to get everybody on sync of what's going okay. on. So I am going to open up the phone lines. See, folks, if you have a question for the registrar voters, Katrina, we're going to get you as much information as we can. Um, and before I do that, say again, if somebody has not received their ballot, when should they get worried and call you like immediately next week? If they don't have it today and they're concerned about, in today's mail, they can call um, anytime. You know, whenever they think about it is probably good. We would prefer them to wait and see what's in the mail today. Okay, or today's Wednesday, so even at the end of this week, give it a little bit of time just in case. You got to go to your PO sure. box, all of that, because they all went out last Wednesday, right? The sixteenth. They went out on Monday. Was the sixteenth. Oh, Monday. So last Monday. So, so it's been so it's yeah, been ten. It it's been ten days. It's been ten business days, pretty much. Well, less than ten business days, about eight. So, all right, folks. Eight nine five two 
448 if you have questions about the process and the logistics of this election. Uh, Katrina is here with us, Bartolome, and we're going to try to answer your questions. But the important thing is make sure you vote. This is a very critical, crazy election. Were you in the uh, registered voters um, office for the last recall with um, Gray Davis? Did you work that one? No. No, but there were, I think there were 143 or 123 candidates for that election. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. That was a lot. Yeah, it was, that was, that was pushing my brain, but yeah, that was a lot. And it was the same process. Okay. So this is your first go around with a special election. All right. 895-2448. If you have questions. Okay, here we go. We're going to get our first question on the air. Good morning, caller. What is your question? Well, it's more an observation, which is that among the many confusing things about this ballot is that you have to vote yes or no. And it's people seem to think yes means keep the governor in office, but it doesn't. It means get rid of him. So (laughs) the way that it's phrased, you might, you know, if you want to keep, Newsom in office, then you have to vote no on the recall. So I think it's pretty clear. It says, do you want him removed from office, yes or no? Okay. And that should be outlined in the voter information guide. Yes means recall him and no means keep him. Yeah. Right. Okay. People who are feeling affirmative tend to vote in the affirmative, if you get my drift. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm just pointing that out. Thank you. You also need to know that we didn't, you know, the Secretary of State's office is the one that told us exactly what to put on that ballot. So if you have, (laughs) we didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. So if you have suggestions, you should contact the Secretary of State. Yeah, it is. um, This one is less confusing, but it does read, shall Gavin Newsom be recalled, remove from office? of governor yes or no so that that it's it's more clear i think than some people but i agree some people into the affirmative so yes there can be confusion with it it can be confusing with it okay 895-2448 if you have questions concerns about what's going on maybe um we're going to try to get your calls in do i see anybody it looks like somebody was trying to get in um okay so 895-2448 i'm karen audubonny registrar voters katrina is with me and we are trying to get all your questions and concerns answered so that you get your ballot in the mail you vote and drop it back in the mail which would be the quickest and easiest and most expedient way to do it do it soon too because we've got the election coming up another uh just another informational annie esposito and i will be on monday morning at nine o'clock we will be talking about the whole process of how this election happened we'll be tracking the money and annie's been doing some research on the various candidates for replacement to do that so we'll be getting you up to speed about the whole uh process that led up to this recall election so uh katrina i'm going to get somebody else on the air here good morning you're on the air do you have a question please yes i'm just curious to know what the criteria is for all those candidates uh, that are listed that we can choose from it seemed like some of them were 
were really serious politicians, and it seemed like some of them were just trying to get their name on the ballot so they could show their grandchildren later. And I was just wondering, what is the criteria for being a candidate in a recall election? That's my question. All right. Thank you so much. We'll take that You're off welcome. There. Yeah. <laughs> Katrina, what, so did, what did it take to get your name on? They had to pay a filing fee, and they had to get, I believe it was 65 um, valid signatures. And then they had to give five years of their income tax um, the income tax that they filed. And how, what's the filing fee? Do you know that? I think it was about $9,000. Oh, really? So that that's a bigger commitment. I mean, that's actually a bigger commitment than the 65 uh, signatures. <laughs> 65 is and 65, no, no other, just 65? I mean, geez. Okay. 65 valid. They suggested that they got 65 to 100. And um, then, you know, for those who got over that and they filed the proper paperwork, then whatever they got over that could have gone against their filing fee. But I, from, oh, they okay. were all, so the SIGs in lieu, you know, yeah. they, they could do that. We didn't have anybody file in Mendocino County, so we were blessed not to have to do that. So, um, <laughs> I wonder how we, I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. We'll probably, we'll be talking more about this whole process and all the, the silliness of it. I'm going to say the silliness of it, the uh, the rushed and all that. We'll, Annie and I will be talking about that on Monday morning. Um, one of the, and Karen, I'll yeah. try to find the, um, I'll try to find the requirements and email them to you or to Rich. And um, so you guys can see you know, what the requirements were yeah. to become that. Email them to me. You got my email address. Rich is, he's the tech guy. He's, he just wants to deal with okay. this. But he did, he just was with the buttons and the bells and the whistles and duct tape and <laughs> by, bailing wire okay. and all that that keeps us on the air. Um, one other thing that's come up occasionally I've read online and um, just to clarify it, I don't want to commingle too many things here, but at one point uh, it popped up, I think it was actually in the ABA and then they corrected it, uh, that this was going to be more than just the recall that the whole cannabis referendum thing was on this ballot folks that's not happening correct that has nothing to no. do with that that's a whole other process that's going on at the county level and it's got a long ways to go before that even gets close to being on a ballot so um don't be surprised we're still you... checking signatures on that <laughs> yeah that's what we I was... hope to finish up today or tomorrow but we're still checking signatures and then it's still got to go back to the supervisors there's a probably litigation going to be involved so folks that whole cannabis referendum thing is way down the road. I mean, when it gets closer, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll get you back and we'll get, you know, we'll have the whole conversation. But that's not even close to happening. This is just totally about recalling the governor. That's what you need to focus on. Get your paperwork in, get your ballot done, all of that. Um, 895-2448. Any more questions? Um, we got, uh, God, we got 15 minutes left and nobody's calling. I guess we have well-educated people going on here. Um, I'm so proud of them. <laughs> well, you know, we've been doing this a lot. Plus, you've got the system down. Um, I'm hoping that everybody does take the opportunity to, you know, vote because it is important this is uh this is a slippery slope i think we're going down and it has some serious ramifications all right let's get another caller in here real quick good morning caller what's your question 
Hi. Just one quick question. Yeah. Um, I I am vote. I am. I don't want to recall Newsom, but I'm. And maybe you already went over this. I just turned the radio on. Um, but if he is recalled, would it be better for me to put a, a candidate in as well as vote no on recall and then list a candidate in case he is recalled? Um, you, you know, that's a personal choice, but I'm going to say if you don't want him recalled and then by some chance he is recalled because it's only going to take 50 percent correct katrina it's only it's it's not even 50 percent it's the person with the most no no i mean but to recall him it's 50 percent oh to recall yeah 50 point 50 percent simple majority is 50 percent plus one okay so if by chance this is what i've been told if by chance the no the yes votes are win and he is recalled and you haven't participated in the candidate of your choice to replace Mm -hmm. him then because of the uh, person with the most votes wins on that 46 people that are there then it could be potentially anybody and you haven't registered opinion as to who you think it should be if there needs to be a replacement Okay, so there's Does no law sense? against putting a candidate's name in there. No, 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 that's it. That's what we've been trying to say. You want to vote yes or no, and then you have the option of voting for okay. one of the candidates. So okay, great. that's okay. why it's kind of a sticky situation here, because if you don't vote for a candidate of your choice, yeah. that means you're kind of giving up that ability to... Right. Have, you see what I'm saying? And be, yeah. that means that with 46 people running, the top vote getter could say, get um, how many millions of people are in the, count, in the state? 20 some million? I don't know how many. I, don't, I have no idea, but let, let's just say 100,000 people vote, and by chance it goes to he gets recalled. The uh-huh. next the next person on that, that long list of 46 yeah. people could win with, say, you know, 20,000 votes or less. Right. So, so. That's, what, that's, that's where the confusion comes in yeah. of not participating in both questions on the ballot. Yeah. Yeah. Got okay, it? Okay, you've answered my question. So they won't throw my ballot out if I vote no on recall, but also put a candidate in. No, 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 no. That's what we were Wait, trying to clear up here. All okay, ballots cool. get counted. All ballots get counted. If you vote, you know, you need to vote, vote for both of them and feel better, good about it. Okay, great. Okay, All right. Thanks very much. Okay, You're very bye. welcome. Okay. Very confusing. Very confusing. But we have another caller, Katrina. We're going to get another caller on. Whoops. Oops. Oops, whoops, whoops. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Turn off your radio and got a question. Yeah. Um, I, has anybody noticed what a horrible uh, thing says you could get a right-wing nutcase in there who got, you know, like 5% of the uh, popular vote or something? Uh, and it's just like, you know, nobody's perfect. We shouldn't be recalling the governor over anything less than, you know, it's too easy to, to start this recall process. But uh, my question is, uh, have you or are there any listeners who have heard anything? I believe somebody has filed a serious lawsuit against the whole process on the basis of how 
uh, undemocratic it is, you know, how how few votes it would take to uh, elect the, the next governor. Um, a lawsuit that's in the works. So I was wondering if there's any news about that. Okay, we're going to take that off the air. Um, I've also heard that, Katrina. So do you know anything about that? I know if the lawsuit were to stop this whole, not stop the process, but stop the outcome until it's decided in court? I mean, do you have any information on that? No. Okay. We, right. We've been told to just keep going forward and, you know, processing our election like we always do. And then if something happens, then, you know, we'll be told about that in the future. So the election is, so, okay. So, and um, I'll, um, I'll do a little bit more research. Maybe Annie and I can follow up that on Monday morning. We'll follow up with that about what happens if there is, because um, I have heard that, yes, there is some uh, litigation going on around the whole process, the whole concept that, you know, the governor could get recalled with a whole percentage, a big percentage. I mean, you know, like we were saying, if you play the numbers game, he could get recalled, yet the person that would win in the election of the 46 people that are running could have many, 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 many thousands, if not millions of less votes than the governor got as on the no side is what I'm saying, and can become governor, yes. So the the numbers game here is really crazy, really iffy, and all of that. So I'll see what I can find out about that and let everybody know Monday morning. Okay, uh, let's give it another shot. we got 10 minutes, 895-2448. If you have questions about your polling place, um, they're, they're, you've got a lot of polling places. They're all listed. You've got drop boxes and key places. Those are picked up every night, correct, Katrina? You guys are no. They're, on the, on they're picked the, up every other day at the but, drop boxes. Um, okay, but but they're picked up by us every other day. Ah. But the city clerk and a designated person they will empty those drop boxes um, a couple times a day, and then again right before five o'clock. So there's nothing, you know, in them at night, and then they'll pick them up again. Um, as soon after eight o'clock in the morning as they can. So, right. you know, with them picking them up and, and logging them and, you know, everything is, uh, is uh, um, you know, is logged on and signed off and counted. And so we think it's a, a nice, secure way to have these drop boxes. No, I, I love the idea of these drop boxes. I think between that and the no postage required, I think it's making it really, really easy for people to vote. The only other thing I would think is that it'd be nice to make it a holiday so we could all have time for those that work to be able to go vote. That I mean, that's one of the things I think. I think we just need to make it as easy as possible for people to vote because it's so important. Um, so just in cl- November, we got more ballots dropped off at our drop boxes than we received in the mail. Wow. That's pretty good. That is yeah. really good. And I will say, I mean, I know that we're under special COVID ordinances stuff to make it uh, all mail-in ballots, but um, Oregon has had mail-in ballots for years, years, and they get such a high percentage of turnabout turnaround on your on the ballots um i i've been lobbying for years that i think we should go to an all mail-in ballot all mail-in elections just because it makes it so much easier for the staff it makes it so much easier for the voter i mean i know we're all attached to going and seeing our neighbors and stuff but maybe with the covid and not being able to hang out maybe it'll get us transitioned into more of a you know absentee ballot move-in or write-in thing 
not write in mail-in ballots. That's what I'm trying to say here. All right, 895-2448 if you have questions. If not, I'll be back on Monday at 9 o'clock to do all of this, um, to go over the ballot, follow the money, to help everybody decide if you haven't already decided what's going on in this election. Um, One thing that comes up occasionally that I just want to clarify between you and I and the listeners is this whole thing about the signatures, I mean, I don't know how often you get asked with the signatures because you have a whole record where you have to go in and you physically look at each signature to make sure it matches. Now, that's got to really increase the staff (laughs) with the mail-in ballots, I have to say. If anything increases your staff time is have to personally check each one of these signatures. So um, how are we doing as a county with signatures matching? I know you, you call somebody if their signatures match, correct? Can you clarify your process we call, with that? We call or we write them a letter if if we have their phone number. You know, a lot of people don't put their phone number or their email address on their voter registration. So that forces us to send them a letter. But every mismatched or missing signature gets at least a letter, if not a phone call, an email, and a letter. And can they, so, can, if they come in and correct that immediately, does that mean their vote counts for this election? Yes. Okay. In fact, if they come in and, um, and fix it before or cure their signature, I think what date we've set is October 6th. Oh. As long as we receive the paperwork by October 6th, because we hope to certify this election by October 8th. Okay. That's, you know... Great. Keeping our fingers crossed and gives everybody time you know, praying every night that we get that done. <laughs> okay. Um, we have a caller, so we're going to take that because I do want to get everybody's questions answered today because this is important. We need you all to vote. Um, oh, that person just went away. Give it, give it back a call, 895-2448 to talk about that. So numbers-wise, how much about with these signatures? Because I know we're all getting aging. Uh, let me take the call. They just got back on here. All right. Good morning, caller. You're on the line. What's your question? Hi. Yes. Hi. Sorry about that. I uh, it just stopped ringing. And <laughs> I know it's it's AT and T. Bless their loved souls. <laughs> oh God! I don't even go there. <laughs> so <laughs> I was wondering. I'm sorry. I came in in the middle of the broadcast, or actually towards the tail end. But okay. I was wondering: is is the uh, are the is the Republican Party endorsing any candidates? You know what? That's uh, uh, We're not talking about that right now, but I'm doing a show with Annie Esposito on Monday morning, and we're going to go over all the endorsements. I'm going to track the money to let you know on. So as far as that side of it, see if you can tune in Monday, and then we'll cover all that now. Right now, we're just dealing with logistics and how these ballots are working. Is that cool? The okay. endorsements are also listed in that little um, insert. Um, oh, that are they? Your ballot. Oh, Oh, I think that's oh, okay. right. I just, that's right. Thank you, Katrina. That's true. I, that's one piece of the sheet I didn't. It's right. The, um, yeah, in the back, it's got party endorsements. There you go. It's on your uh, sheet. Okay, great. Got, where it says, I voted, and there's that little sticker for you. Turn the page to the back page, and it's on there. Okay. Good okay, God. Yeah. But if you, I, I, it's really helpful. I, I, I'm a terrible procrastinator, and I want to get this <laughs> done early. There you Good. go. All right. Thank you. Um Thank okay, you. Good enough. Okay, we're going to get another caller on here. Good morning, caller. You're with us. You got a question? Yeah, um, I got the ballot the other day, and I was really offended by how sleazy the whole process seems. And I'm, um, I can't remember 
what the deal was with Gray Davis. What what was the issue that? Oh, that's so long ago. I All I know I, is Arnold came in and won with not many votes. So, yeah, it's sleazy. But, uh, again... Tune in Monday morning, 9 a.m., and Annie Esposito and I are going to talking about all those kind of how this process came about. We're going to talk about how this even happened and uh, all that kind of stuff around the election itself. But thanks for calling in. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Will you try and and uh, find out what what the issue was with Gray Davis? It was just, I'm not going to get political today. I'm going to do that Monday. It was just that it doesn't take much. What? Yeah, I was so surprised. Yeah, let me. It, so could, it's Katrina be really could, easy to get rid of, of Gavin Newsom. It is. So this is what I was going to talk about on Monday, but Katrina can tell us about this. It took. Um, thanks for the call. I'm going to put you down. Um, it took what was? Is it 12 percent of the registered voters that voted in the last election to get this on the ballot to get this recall? It's a not very much. Ten percent. Ten percent. So. From the amount of votes votes that came in in November, overall election results, how many voters voted, the millions of people from California, it only took 10% of that number with an initiative, a write-in, whatever. They went out and got petitions and all of that. So, For the people who voted for governor in that in. Our last gubernatorial election. Oh, is that what it was? Ah, okay, not the last election, the last governor's election. So do you know that number? That's why it's so important. No, I know with our county, it would have only, you know, for something to get on the ballot, it would only take 3,397. For the cannabis, it only takes 3,397 votes to get something on the ballot. Right. I heard, I think the number was 1.2 million signatures or less, less. But you know what? I'll have all those numbers for you on Monday morning because this was not the direction of this show. But um, yeah, it was not a lot of vote, not a lot of signatures to get this on the ballot. And on top of it, you can pay people to go out and get those signatures. That's the other part of this. So yeah, it's an interesting process. Okay, we're going to keep going on. Um, you know what? I It's three. It's, we're coming up on the top of the hour, so we're going to call it quits. Thanks for calling in, folks. Um, we're going to get out of here. Katrina's got a bunch to do, and I'm going to need to get off the air. Um, any last suggestions for people? Get it done. Do it early. Mail it in. Is that pretty good? <laughs> Sign the envelope. Sign the envelope. Sign your envelope. Sign your envelope. And you know, one thing you might do is if you have a squiggly signature, sign it that way, but then also put your legal signature. And a lot of young people don't know what a legal signature is, but um, you know, how you would sign your check. You know, you would can't you would instead of K Autobahn really quick, you would spell your name out Ah. and take the time to write it. So you're allowed to do that. If you think your signature might not match or you can't remember, write it a couple different ways. And we'll, you know, we'll pick the one that matches the signature we have on file. Great. Katrina, thank you so much for coming on. Keep up the great work and we will keep. We do. Yeah, we do everything within the law to possibly everything within the law to count your signature. So our job is to count ballots. So we do everything we possibly can to make that happen within the law. All right. I'm going to let you go back to your incredible work. Keep it up. Thanks.
Thank you. Thanks so for much. heading me down this morning since I wasn't in my office. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm good at that. I'm a hunter. All right. Thanks, Katrina. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank. Keep up the great you work. You too. All right. Okay, folks. That's that's it. I want you to get out. I want you to get your ballots. I want you to vote. Um, if you have any troubles with not getting your ballot by the end of this week, call the Registrar Voters Office. Uh, I'm out of here. You can also go on to our uh, website at kzwax.org. You can find out to uh, these these shows are archived, so you can hear them again if you missed anything. Uh, again, Annie Esposito and I will be in here Monday morning tracking the money, tracking the craziness. Uh, if you want to hear about that before you vote, that's fine. Or if you just want to hear about the craziness, tune in, 9 a.m. Uh, other than that, I got to thank everybody for listening and tuning in and being supportive of this radio station. This has been a production of KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening. Yeah.